Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. It is a beautiful sunny day in Vancouver, Canada, and I hope wherever you are on this planet, your heart is full of sunshine, too, because mine sure is today. Um... Everybody loves music. Everybody loves musicians. They're wacky. They're fun. They're unique. They're creative. And we have a musician on with us today. His name is Eddie Lamb, and he's from Vancouver, my born and raised city. Um, and I'm really excited to welcome him because he's a unique gentleman. Um, he's known for being the front man for a local all Asian rock band here in Vancouver called Cry of Silence. And He's just a cool person, and I don't even want to tell you too much more because I want him to tell you how cool he is and what projects he's working on. So, Eddie, welcome to the show, and thank you for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Can you just tell everyone a little bit about, a little bit more, basically, about who you are and what you're passionate about in life? Yeah, yeah for sure, yeah. So, like you've mentioned already, I am a musician right here for Vancouver, BC, and uh, yes, I have an all-Asian rock band called Cry of Silence. Uh, so, we mix uh, different rock genres in all in one, so we do... Uh, grunge music we uh, mix a uh, pop punk emo a little bit of new metal um, you know all the and yeah a little bit of metal all that great stuff uh and uh you know people told us that it, it, it i was told that we sounded a little bit like green day mixed with mixed with alice in chains maybe a little bit of three ace grace you know that you know and that kind of stuff basically and uh the other projects i do uh we i also play in a cover band called the naturals and uh, locally we were known for uh hosting live band karaoke which means we actually get the audience to come up and sing on stage with the band instead of you know with live tracks right so we give the, the audiences kind of more of that live like being being the lead singer experience basically so very cool. And what about people yeah. like me who can't sing at all? Do you recommend we show up and just listen, or do you have tips that we can jump in on? <laughs> well, if you know the song, just come on up and uh, just sing with us. Basically, that that's how we do it. You know, we uh, we always say it's not about how good you are; it's about having a good time. That's, that's awesome. all it is. It. <laughs> yeah, and and we actually have a spinoff of of live band karaoke. So um, so officially, it is called Rockyoki. Uh, uh, so and. Uh, yeah, so Rock Karaoke is a full live band experience, but our spinoff of it, uh, I host something called Piano Karaoke Night, and we uh, we were actually uh, I was actually hosting it um, every month uh, at Cafe de Soleil on Commercial Drive, and it, oh, nice. it's actually the perfect spot for it, and the, it's the perfect venue for it too. And yeah. so pretty much it's it's the same songs that we actually have for the live band version, except it's more a, of a uh, loungy piano version of those tunes. Uh, That's so very cool. Yeah. So even piano ACDC, piano uh, Dr. Dre, piano versions of Paula Boy will do that. Oh, that's so cool. Can anyone yeah. check that out online anywhere? Like, do you have a YouTube channel where they could watch some of the performances from the past? Because that's super cool. Yeah. Actually, you know, if uh, I do have a YouTube channel, it's Eddie Lamb Music, uh, EDD. Yeah, E D D I E L A M music. Uh, and of course, I got an official website uh, that has everything. Uh, that links to all my projects basically is eddielandmusic.ca so you can check out all that fun stuff on there but yes on my youtube channel i, I do have a little promo video of piano karaoke night so just some clips of uh some of the, the cool highlights that uh, not myself but the audiences have taken and they submitted it to me and i just compiled them all together uh so it's not actually a promo video made by 
me. It's actually a, a community audience built promo video, basically. And I thought that that's what's really fun about it. And of course, I credit all the, the people that send me those videos too, uh, just so we know uh, who uh, who helped make this all possible. And it's just so much fun, you know, because I got the idea uh, of piano karaoke when uh, we had, I was having live band karaoke, you know, like we were known for that. But mm -hmm. uh, the uh, but with piano karaoke, the idea kind of came from when I went to see dueling piano nights down in the States, actually, you know. And it's a lot of fun, but, you know, I had a great time watching that. But there was that little, one little piece that's kind of missing, right? And that is, why don't we have the audience come up and sing something, right? And so I came up with the idea of piano karaoke night instead and just uh, get people to come up and just, you know, sing a song. And and I, you know, usually with, with, with live band karaoke, we say, you know, come up and feel like a rock star. And this one, it's like piano karaoke, come up and feel like a lounge star. <laughs> like elton john back at the beginning days <laughs> yeah pretty much you know it's just like it's like you know pretend you're in vegas you know and you're and you're singing like your favorite tunes but you know just in a more richard cheese kind of way basically <laughs> yeah for sure oh my gosh you brought back some great memories from when i got to go to vegas and see my first dueling piano show and i know there's a great yeah. bar in seattle that does that too uh keys on main i think right or 88 uh, keys 88 keys yeah yes. yeah i've been there yeah I have been isn't there it cool gosh we got we went in there on a tuesday not expecting anything and the gentleman that owns the place was there at the piano and we yeah. were like there was like five people in the whole place and he invited us to come and bring our <laughs> stools up and sit at the piano and oh, no i drank more whiskey there until about two or three o'clock in the morning listening no to this kidding song. oh that cool. sounds like a lot of fun yeah <laughs> Oh man, yeah, and so so that's pretty like so that's uh, that the spinoff of of the live karaoke experience uh, for me. But yeah, but uh, of course, like uh, the other projects I have. So whenever uh, I want to do something where I want to merge uh, members of Cry of Silence and me merge members of, of of the Naturals, I call it the Eddie Lamb All Star Band. Uh, we. <laughs> Yeah, and so we we've kind of done that the the first we did a first trial of that uh, back in October uh, where uh, I was opening for a, a really popular Filipino artist who came to Vancouver. Uh, we were playing at the Massey Theater, yes. and uh, so we opened so we opened for them, and this was like a nice little tryout for uh, for the Eddie Lamb All Star Band. So there was um, myself and my guitar player from Cry of Silence, uh, Isaac. And then yeah. we also got um, my bass player, uh, uh, Spider, and on the drums was is my friend, yeah, it's my friend Jarrett Platt from the Naturals also. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's pretty much a, like one big merger for that night, and it was uh, so much fun. We just we did a variety of covers, like well, we did like you know some Crash Sound songs, but we also did some Beatles songs and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So we just kind of mixed it up a little bit just to get a good variety going. Uh, but I'm hoping that you know once we're ready to do live shows again once this uh once our uh global situation is settled and feels safe again then i would yeah. love to bring back the the all-star band again and start doing more shows uh, hopefully next summer when we do uh, the festival circuit again that's so cool you know i love how you talked you talked a lot about different variety in music do you I, you've mentioned some really like very current music and some earlier music how how far back do you go do you hit like some frank sinatra's or do you go earlier than that like yeah. what range of years of music oh. do you include so so our so our host for for live band karaoke uh mm -hmm. his name is joel flynn um but stage name dr goulet he likes to do the you know will ferrell version of uh, robert goulet <laughs> um, but he's he advertises like this uh we have our catalog is from abba to zeppelin oh nice 
A to Z. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, smart. but we, yeah, but we have, uh, but we actually do have a, quite a variety. So we have uh, something as early as Frank Sinatra, Elvis, the Beatles, uh, and of course, you know, Patsy Cline uh, to something more current, like, yeah, some like say, you know, Fallout Boy. We also have uh, uh, some tunes by, uh, what, like, yeah, we've got like rap music, for example. Uh, we even have uh, like uh, modern R and B. We even, uh, and believe it or not, too, we even have like a catalog of the uh, other bands that not may too many people may may know, unless you really do follow these bands, like the National. We have TV on the radio, so those. Mm-hmm. Those uh those those kind of bands too, and uh, we even like I know uh, one instance we, I did for piano karaoke night, um, we uh, we actually did uh, one of uh, Tom York's uh, solo stuff too, oh. uh, and you know and and one time Joel actually came to my piano karaoke night and we decided hey let's do that that Tom York solo stuff and people really enjoyed it, especially all the radio head fans out there. Nice. Uh, so, so we have quite a variety and actually, you know, uh, the, the, I know that the, the one of the challenging ones uh, that we've done too is uh, say, for example, Paramore's uh, uh, early stuff uh, from their first album, Riot. So, okay. you know, for, for like for the, for a drummer, that that's a very challenging uh, thing to play, but it is a lot mm-hmm. of fun too at the same time. So we got, so we got quite a variety. So we, we always advertise it saying that, you know, we have like different artists from different genres and from different decades as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we like to have a little something for everyone and actually engage in with all the different audiences that, because we really feel that, you know, music does bring people together, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of how old you are or, you know, where you're from and all that, you know, we want to have like that kind of event where everyone's together and they want to have, have a good time. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, but now we've gone, uh, but even then, too, uh, like you know, we, we we played live shows before, but then we've headed to that direction where now we're doing, uh, you know, we've been doing more like uh, private parties, like corporate events and weddings mm-hmm. and you know, birthdays, other special occasions you can think of. You know, we we've done it all. Uh, even even one time, um, I've actually even done piano karaoke uh, at at a friend's basement, actually. So, you know that that's. So it's like, you know, we'll say, you know, we'll play at your backyard. We'll, pl- we'll play at, at, a, at a wedding hall you've rented, whatever it is, you know, we'll be there. Yeah. yeah. That's very cool. Okay. So dueling pianos for everyone who doesn't know, it sounds so funny. It sounds like they're fighting, but they're actually in collaboration with each other because yeah. it's two different pianists sitting at two pianos, like usually head to head, just going. And I think it's, that's very much like improv in life. And you have to, I always tell young people, I'm like, go take improv classes. Cause it makes you think on your feet. And I think it would yeah. be similar on, on doing pianos. Right. Do you feel yeah. that? Like you have to yeah. watch the other person and engage and I, it's really fun. I, yeah. I, and I always feel like uh, with, with, uh, with the whole thing of, uh, of the live karaoke experience, uh, for instance, too, is that you never know who, who we're going to have on stage. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our regulars that came to our live shows before, but then uh, having people that have never played with us before, uh, it's like and they're like first timers to come to Rocky Oki, for instance, it. It's it's such a interesting uh, thing that, that that can happen. You know, it can be challenging at times, but and it can be. But then you also co- collaborate with, like, say, you know, musicians who are so top notch too, and that they yeah. can jam with us. Uh, and um, but I I remember like uh, doing my first dueling pianos gig also uh, right here in Vancouver. Uh, we were uh, myself and uh, a friend of mine, uh, of course, Avon. We actually uh, did the uh, Revel Room in Gastown. Um, oh, I love Rebel Room. Yeah, the yeah. They're awesome. This is Jenny. Yeah, yeah, Jenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenny's amazing. You well, know. Don't and... forget her husband. <laughs> of course. Oh, definitely. 
I just what's up? By the way, I just want to say hi to to both of them. You guys are amazing. Just so they you are, know, they? they're just lovely hi. humans. I love them both so much. <laughs> yeah. So, and so I I did like a variety of different tunes and everything. You know, we we, had, we went through like a great list of requests, and I remember uh, uh, one of the staff members gave me a request, and he wanted me to do Slipknot. Eddie oh. song Slipknot. And so thank goodness I do know a, a few Slipknot tunes on that I could do on piano also. So I chose uh, their ballad uh, Snuff, which was from the 2008 release. Yeah. And luckily, luckily, yes, I know a, a few Slipknot songs that I can play. Uh, yeah. The ones the ones that doesn't that does not involve screaming, basically. So yeah. <laughs> to all you metalheads out there, if you want me to cover Slipknot song, let me know and I can make that happen for you guys hey we may have to bring you back on the show so you can do that cover right here too <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> that would be amazing. oh yeah yeah it yeah. wasn't uh somebody named h was it that asked you for that because i know he was a bartender there for a long time and liked some pretty awesome music <laughs> i don't think that was no no, no? But it, was, okay. it was a nice it was a cool young gentleman that that was one of the bartenders there and he just said hey play slipknot i'm like yep done nice very <laughs> nice yeah. It's very cool. Do you all do you do you also do a lot of like local Canadian music? Um, like Matthew oh, yes. Goodband. Have you ever covered? Oh Matt yeah, Good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we've done. Um, I think the one that people love doing the most is Apparitions because that's like the ultimate classic from Matt Good. Uh, yeah. And of course, uh, um, with Canadian content, it's just you know for us being a Canadian group, it's just so important, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, like we've covered. Obviously, we we did like a, a nice tribute night for Gord Downey, uh, doing tragically hip songs after he passed on. And mm. um, actually, I think if I remember, uh, even the uh, Joel, our you know our host, he's also done some acoustic uh, solo Gord Downey stuff too, and it was such a really, um, you know, such a really great time. Uh, but at the same time, it's so heartbreaking, you know, to to uh, to lose some somebody who's such a huge Canadian legend uh, in classic rock. And yeah, um, and I think uh, the, the amazing thing is, it's just that Gord Downey was such a, a amazing songwriter. Well, not just him, you know, the whole band, you know, they're. They're all such great songwriters. I remember, you know, listening to them for the first time when I was about, uh, yeah, probably back in high school, or even, you know, and listening to more of them in college as well. And, uh, you know, the thing is, it's just that uh, they have such a variety too. Mm -hmm. You know, they got songs yeah. like, like "Blow It High Doze," that one song that'll get you dancing, for example, right? But yeah. then you, and then, um, and Three Pistols, same thing too. You know, nice upbeat rock that'll get you grooving. But then uh, you also have uh, some some ballads like you know bob cajun and mm -hmm. you know all that stuff you know that that will you know that that you can enjoy and you know I, yeah oh sorry i just want to let her like if anyone's listening and doesn't know who this gentleman is if you check out the tragically hip and affectionately known as a hip in canada the the gentleman he's talking about gord actually started with them the year that i was born in 1984 and passed away three years ago and he he was such an inspiration to a lot of canadians so i just wanted to throw that out there because i know a lot of our viewers are not in canada they're in the state so yeah, if you ever want right. to check out the hip just look up tragically yeah. hip and and here's some really really eclectic unique like a range of music and and watch them on youtube because they were a blast to watch <laughs> Yeah, uh, or of course, unless you know you're from the East Coast and you watch hockey, of course, then you may be familiar with with the hip, obviously. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, um, we we think about like Canadian content too. I mean, like, you know, one of the bands I really enjoy listening to uh, is the metal band Lexus on Fire. Uh, we don't have that in our catalog for Rock Yogi, but um, for me, uh, as my own personal taste, uh, that that is something I would listen to while I'm driving. You know, uh, yeah. Dallas Green is such a genius. Uh, 
you know, and it's very, and he's a very versatile guy too. He does like something as heavy as Alexis on fire. And then he does something as acoustic as city in color. Yeah, totally. Well, that's, you seem like a very diverse person. It's, it's oh, pretty awesome. Yeah. Like you have such a range of Thanks. variety. Do you have variety in your whole life as well, or just in the music yeah. arena? Well, um, I would say more in the music arena and uh, mm -hmm. just, uh, although I do have a friend who probably outdid me in that field because he's also a musician as well. Uh, I've known him for a long time, but uh, his playlist also consists not just like, you know, metal and heart, heavy rock and all that stuff too, right? But uh, mm -hmm. he also has uh, some other variety, uh, including like anime soundtracks and uh, oh, cool. he's and, and, and he's more into uh, uh, Chinese pop than I am. So uh, so he would have, his playlist consists of like, say, you know, like Jay Chow, for example, right? Uh, I know and, Jay Chow. Yeah, the legendary <laughs> Jay Chow, right? Yeah. Um, and and uh, he would also have like some K-pop and J-pop as well. So nice. he's outdone me in the variety field in that department. So I give that award to him. But yeah, but my playlist has a, has like a lot of other stuff too, you know. So I do have like, for example, of course, like you know my Alice in Chains uh, tracks, Metallica, yeah. Nirvana, uh, all my new metal stuff like Corn, Lincoln Link, uh, Park, Limp Biscuit. Sadly, yes, I was into those. No, guys. I'm I'm a Biscuit fan. Okay, there we go. But um. <laughs> Soundgarden, you know, all the Chris Cornell stuff. And of course, uh, but yeah, I also got some other stuff too, like including like say, you know, some pop punk uh bands like some 41, All American Rejects, uh, All Time Low, uh, even uh uh even like you know, bands like Sleeping with Sirens, uh yeah, Bring Me to Horizon. Uh, but I also got I also got like yeah, Frank Sinatra, Elvis Presley, nice. uh, you know, some rap music too, uh NWA, yeah. you know, all uh what else is there? Dr. Dre, Eminem. Uh even like some, yeah, uh, uh, even some soundtracks too. So I'll have Andrew Lloyd Webber on my on my playlist. Oh wow! Or, or in my CD collection, rather. So yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber on CD. I uh, also got uh, oh, what else is there? Yeah, like Weird Al Yankovic. Like I have him on on my CD. You collection got as range, well. man. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> so, so tell me a little bit yeah, about an artist. Um, if I know it, I'll I'll talk a little bit about it with you guys. <laughs> Very cool. That's awesome. And for anyone that would like to follow Eddie, uh, his website is E-D-D-I-E-L-A-M music.ca so eddielammusic.ca um and i'll post in the bio that's linked to this show all of his uh youtube facebook instagram twitter links as well and retype that in there so you can follow him and check out more of what he's working on we're just going to go to a quick commercial break and we'll be back in a couple minutes everyone with eddie lamb the internet's number one talk station number one talk station VoiceAmerica.com Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. 
Every day, we're surrounded by technical buzzwords and jargon that can go way over our heads. Now, there's a show that brings it all back down to earth. Tune in for today, Tomorrow's Technologies, with host Jose Negron. We'll not only explain the new technologies that are shaping our world, we'll give you the benefits and backstory of these technologies. Listen for T3 with Jose Negron, live every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're here with Eddie Lamb, the musician from Vancouver. Um, I just wanted to ask, Eddie, how did you get into music? Like, were you a kid and you just loved to dance? Did you start singing as a teenager? Was it something that started later in life? I mean, you're not that old, so... Well, it takes me it takes me back a long time ago, actually. Um, okay. uh, when I was just listening to uh, music just through like my parents' vinyl collection and and tape collection as well, if you can believe it. So uh, it, it's crazy because I was just looking back at my uh, you know just trying to think back like what I remember from my parents' vinyl collection, and they actually believe it or not, they have uh, uh, the first Ghostbusters movie soundtrack. Wow. And, you know, and uh, of course, like uh, with me listening to even tapes too. You know, they have like uh, some tapes of a collection of like say uh, some '80s hits, including like Michael Jackson, for example, right? So first time I heard "Beat It," uh, um, that was like, you know, I was just like, wow, this is such a great song. And then of course, you know, you, I listened to uh, like a lot of like Beatles, uh, uh, just like songs like "Help," for example, right? And and it goes on from there. Uh, but uh, in terms of playing music, I actually got into it when I was uh, probably like 10 years old. So I took piano. Uh, but uh, mind you, though, uh, with me playing piano, it was actually by choice. So I uh, so my parents didn't make me play piano. I actually uh, so I saw my sisters uh, play piano at the piano recitals because they took piano lessons before. And so uh, when I saw the recitals, I, I was like, hey, this looks like a lot of fun. So I actually asked my parents i said hey can i take piano and they're like okay sure <laughs> so uh, so it starts off from there and i i, I had a a very uh, strict piano teacher but she was really solid like you know she actually uh wants you to improve you know that kind of deal right so you know it feels like you know you're in the army but at the same time it's more like it's not like the whole like you know um like you know oh get lost you know you suck kind of thing it's, <laughs> it's more like, okay this is what you need to work on to get better yeah. Right. And yeah. that's, you know, and I thought that was a lot more helpful for me because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that's how you can tell, uh, you know, this teacher is not going to give up on you. And that's yeah. really encouraging to, you know, to hear that. Right. And mm-hmm. 
Uh, uh, but after that, I, I got more into uh, playing guitar and, and drums uh, um, in high school, uh, just because, you know, with me, I grew up listening to a lot of rock music, right? So when I was mm -hmm. eight years old, I, uh, you know, I was watching uh, much music. Uh, and of course, Guns N' Roses were, uh, were on there, right? Yeah. Sweet Child of Mine and all those other hits. Uh, you know, I, I got into them. And of course, yeah, you know, Nirvana was on the rise as well. And, mm -hmm. and so... I got into that and, you know, yeah. And I wanted to play guitar. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, cause I really want to, you know, like, yeah, for me, you know, like, yeah, I love rock music, you know, and I want to hang with other rock and roll kids. So, you know, yeah. why not learn guitar? Right. And it, it was so, uh, and that was so much fun, but mind you, guitar was actually more self-taught for me. Uh, so, uh, with piano, I had formal training for sure, but uh, for piano, drums, and all sort of for guitar, drums, and bass, uh, yeah, that's more on the school of hard knocks, basically. So mm -hmm. that's uh, <laughs> that's more of that. But uh, singing, I actually did get uh, formal training from a really cool local teacher here. Uh, her name is uh, Salve Salve Dio, and she uh, helped me so much. Uh, and you know, and I always find her as like one of my favorite local influences too in the mm -hmm. music scene because uh, you know, with her, she 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 treats you like family. You know, yeah. we um, we learn so much from her, and uh, even when we had like uh, one of those like those like rehearsal uh, days where you know we're trying to get things ready for one of our big recital shows. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we all hang out at, at her house uh, just to get things ready, but at the same time, it feels like you're at a family reunion. You know, like you know, you're having yeah. dinner together, you're chatting with one another, right? And and it mm -hmm. feels like that. And she she gives that nice she and her family gave you that that nice uh, family type feeling and i think that's great you know because i always find that with the music scene it you know it, it really helped makes me want to you know build more of a community you know what i mean mm -hmm. you know, totally. like, you know, with all those musicians you know we're all in the same boat here you know we want to play music get better at it and also just have a good time yeah that's all about community right like it's so important when you're when you're passionate and a creative heart and to surround yourself with a good community of people that are also excited and passionate about the same things you are because it's it can be tough I mean being in any form of the arts uh, a lot of people are told oh that's not a real career that's not a real job don't follow your passion go to the school so uh, what kind of people in your life obviously your teacher and your parents were supportive of what you were doing who were your kind of mentors that kept you pushing forward on on this great creative path with your life that kept you on a positive place uh, well, I would say uh, my high school band teacher as well, uh, Mr. Knapp, and yeah, Brian Knapp. He's really, you know, really solid dude. Uh, really cares a lot about students succeeding in music, or at least you know, just try to be solid as possible as they can. And mm -hmm. of course, uh, yeah, and, and also, yeah, like like I said, you know, like my other teachers as well. Yeah, my singing teacher as well. Uh, my piano teacher has been really helpful, and. Um, I also have uh, another teacher too, who I've briefly learned uh, music theory with for a little while too, um, and, uh, named Ronan Wong, a local musician too, great guy, good songwriter and everything, still a professional music teacher, both him and his wife, Marianne, great people all around. And, you know, I've reconnected with him um, actually after so many years of not seeing him, you know, because I, I, I had listened from him when I was a teenager and then now as a grown adult you know i could reconnect yeah. with him again i'm just like oh hey you know like and then we've, we've played together quite a few times too. oh that's so, so cool it's, it's great <laughs> you know like um yeah and all that and and so you know it, it's just great to, to to you know to see that kind of thing too and yeah. I, I even uh, had a really cool conversation with a friend of mine uh uh named uh named sammy uh, sammy gowie who's also another great local musician i i love to just so you know i love to plug other local musicians because well we have to that's part of know, the community that's yeah, great exactly, you know, cause they, you know, yeah because they 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 mean a lot to me right and so you know and and sammy and i we had a really good conversation uh sometime last year you know just talking about 
you know, um, just talking about, you know, what, what, what we want to do direction wise with our music, you know, and we had a really good conversation of, and he, you know, he says a really cool thing. It's like, yeah, you know, we have all these cool skills, such as music, for example, doesn't matter what career you get into, you know, whether if you are a medical expert in, uh, and you want to be a doctor or if you want to, you know, uh, be a fireman or whatever like that, but whatever skills that you have, you know, I think it's really important that we use that to serve communities. You know, we're here yeah. to serve and, you know, with me entertaining people that's serving as well. And I think mm -hmm. that's, you know, because I always like to play music just to, you know, make people's day, you know, make them happy, uh, you know, make them think, uh, depending on the song, of course. But yeah, yeah. So, so so that that kind of stuff. And it's great to have those conversations, you know, and but also just just learning, um, learning from other older musicians as well. You know, when I was 19, you know, the first thing I did was I actually went to weekend jams at the Yale a long time ago on Granville Street, actually, yeah. when that was still a thing. And yeah. I, I was on like to have an organ, you know, um, I did a little bit of drums, but I, I felt I was leaning more towards to have an organ because nobody else wanted to be the keys player for some reason. I don't know why. Because everybody, <laughs> I guess everybody wanted to be the lead singer. Everybody wanted to be the drummer. Everybody wanted to be lead guitar, but that's, that's like way too many, right? So I'm just like, okay, well, if nobody wants to do keys except for me and a few other people, then yeah. I'll, I'll just do that. Um, yeah, but I think that may have served you because people people that show that they're willing to do anything because they're passionate about their art. I mean, now you're the front man for your local band, right? So yeah, that that's right. Yeah. probably shows that you're a team player and you're willing to do it just for the passion of the art. And that's probably yeah. what helps you get up in, in the yeah. ranks. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I would say I would say so. And you know, even when I went to um, uh, open mics and other jams too, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's great to uh, learn from the older musicians as well. You know, I, I have so much respect for for the older folks. You know, uh, just because I know they've been around longer than I have, and it's important that I listen to what they have to say because mm -hmm. you know if you know if whether they gave me like a brutal, honest uh, criticism or whatever like that, it's really important uh, to to hear them out because they may like uh, they may have something that that you can learn from and that mm -hmm. can actually better yourself as well you know and and i some, you know I, I i whenever i do have the time i will still go to jams and stuff like that you know and you know jam with the older musicians all right and because mm -hmm. you will learn a thing or two about, uh, from them about something you know it's, totally. it's 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 the wisdom you know that they provide so yeah. that's what it is you know so you keep mentioning all these amazing instruments that you play i think i'm counting five right now how many instruments in total do you play and is there one that's really like do you play the triangle too like are you just really diverse in what you can I, play well i have i i, I don't have a triangle but i could pro probably pull it off if i could uh, if i had the <laughs> opportunity uh yeah. i did well in high school uh i was in a high school band as i mentioned before uh but uh, yeah my instrument was the clarinet actually and um so so i had that and just for a few years i did do a little bit of violin just because just a personal interest but of course no i i uh I couldn't uh, take lessons anymore just because i was just so busy with school right so yeah. um you know at that that that's the only instrument I sadly had to sacrifice to to, to learn during that time. Um, but but if it was if it wasn't for violin though, then I wouldn't have had that experience of of wanting to learn guitar. So yeah. that really helped on that part. How, you know, this is incredible. You you I mean, these are instruments like I tried to learn guitar for about three years, and I'm just not a patient person when it comes to like hold your fingers in G flat, and it just made me a little bit crazy. I have. I, I'm a little bit too energetic for the patience it requires. And you've learned so many instruments. It's incredible. Or do you just have a natural aptitude, do you think, to it? Or do you just have a lot of patience and you're very, you're focused on what your big goals and dreams are? And so you work really hard for them. 
I would I would say the latter for sure. Like uh, I just I just want I just had the motivation uh, and of course yeah just the patience too and just yeah. make make just making time for it basically uh, mm-hmm. just because I I find that you know if I if because if I don't display any patience then you know I'm not going to get anywhere obviously mm-hmm. right of you know it's good to have a goal but I think it's it's uh, important uh, just to be able to just make time for it basically right and and you know it, it's crazy because like. Um, even same thing with learning new songs, you know, it, it does take a bit of time to, to, to learn new songs and stuff. Um, uh, but I find out if I, uh, just take some time to it and actually familiar, familiarize myself with it, then, you know, I will get better at it for sure. And, you know, like, even if I perform it live for the first time, if I flub it up for a little bit, then, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's the best part about it because then, uh, next time I, I play it again, it's going to get better. So, uh, you know, it's, it's all practice basically. Right. And, you know, I think every artist that has gone through that, uh, for sure. Um, that, I think that's why open mic nights were such a, uh, useful platform for me because mm-hmm. I try out new stuff that I haven't done before in front of people and uh, if if I mess it up just a little bit then you know what next week I'll come back and I'll do better at it and yeah and over and over again and then eventually it will become my go-to song so. mm-hmm. you know I love I love what you said about like having the patience for it because it was your motivation and and I was so like I, I knew that guitar or musical instruments was definitely not the thing I had patience for but people always tell me that I'm a very patient person and I'm like really because I oh, you seem I just, like it <laughs> I, I don't know I feel like I'm not but I think it comes from what you're really passionate about like my business is the love of my life and I will spend hours and hours a day waiting for that and so I because it's my passion and the thing I've wanted my whole life and my big yeah. dream I think I'm more apt to be patient for those things that people say that oh you're so patient and I'm like really <laughs> I think it it comes from being passionate about something sorry going back to playing live you've played in some really awesome festivals that we have here in Vancouver tell, tell me about what that experience is like yeah, so the last couple of years uh, uh, have been qu- uh, a great summer for me, actually. So I've been going back to summer 2018. I was playing uh, a good number of uh, of gigs that were actually hosted by the newest Minister Arts Council, for example. So I did the uh, um, I, I've done uh, was it, uh, Uptown Unplugged, where I, I play acoustically outside on um, in the middle of New West, and um, oh, cool. and I've also done this really cool festival uh, called uh, Fridays at Front, uh, which is on Front Street in New Westminster, uh, right by the Quay. Uh, so there's like food trucks and all that stuff. And yeah, it was so much fun. I did that one with uh, both myself and uh, my friend Jared on drums and Spider on bass. Uh, so we were like a trio, but we did like a variety of like both classic rock and pop punk. So we did like John Mellencamp, uh, we did Tragically Hit, but we also have done like Alice in Chains. We've done um, My own it was, like, my Worst Enemy by Lit. You know, so, you yeah. know, some pop punk throwback yeah. um, and even some Jimmy Eat World as well. So it's, it's quite a variety, right? Because I knew that there's, there's going to be like both like, you know, like people my parents age and also like some, some younger folks. Right. Um, yeah. So so I figured why not just, you know, have like that that playlist instead. So that's our set list. Uh, and I've also done, yeah, like like uh, quite a few uh, car free day festivals as well. And I thought that was so much fun. Even last year, uh, I think the it's like my favorite too, where we did Main Street uh, mm. on, and it, we had the prime intersection on Main and King Ed, which is like, awesome. yeah, Main and King Edward Street is like you know like our favorite location to to check out for that festivity. So, uh, we did a variety of of songs uh, that that similar kind of set list. So it was myself, uh, my buddy Warren on bass, and again um, Jarrett from the Naturals on drums. Uh, so yeah. we did a variety of stuff as well, classic rock, and of course some pop punk, and we actually did a little bit of like heavier stuff. So we did, uh, we finished off our last. Uh, two, our last two songs were Breaking the Law by Judas Priest and then yeah. we also did We're Not Gonna Take It by Twisted Sister. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's very cool. Oh, um, yeah. 
when you sent me your bio, I really, this is something that I loved. You wrote Dare to Diversify, the music of Eddie Lamb. Can you tell me where that title came from? Because I love it. Just came out of nowhere, basically. I just I just figure, you know, because myself uh, having like quite a wide variety of musical tastes, uh, even though like even though I will say 80 percent of my musical taste is in rock. But uh, but with myself as a working musician uh, mm-hmm. who's playing various cover bands, it it was important uh for me to diversify because I don't want to be like a one trick pony. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and unfortunately, like, you know, you see all these, uh, uh, other musicians that I know that, you know, that are really famous and everything like that. Right. But, you know, they're all, they're always going to be known for that, that one, that one thing, not that there's anything wrong with it, but just for me, like, you know, I, I like variety. Um, yeah. right. So, uh, so for me to, uh, try out different, uh, different things, you know, uh, it, it, it was important. And I think with me doing like live band karaoke, for instance, and even like, you know, previously playing with other musicians in the past, uh, that I guess that, that explains my, my current portfolio basically. And mm-hmm. so even, even if I've done something as, uh, uh, as like say play piano for someone's weddings, uh, yeah. or, or say, you know, if I'm, uh, doing acoustic guitar and singing uh, at, at a bar and just like things yeah. like that you know I wanted to put myself out there that I'm not just like you know just just one guy that does that the typical thing so now totally. you know, if you if you want me to do uh, you know piano for your wedding if you want me to uh, sing uh, mm-hmm. if you want me to bring a whole band and rock the place out you yeah. know, by all means you know I it's almost like a like a, like a catalog you know you know like we, yeah. we we look at a at a shopping catalog it's just like oh they have these following products so for me for myself <laughs> even on my website I have like you know, like, like, a, like, uh, you know, select your live show choice. Right. So you have cry of silence. You also have the naturals, right. Uh, yeah. do, do you want live band karaoke? Do you want a traditional live performance or do you want piano karaoke, all that stuff? Yeah. Or, um, so I want to, uh, show people like, this is the, this is my catalog. This is uh, yeah. what I have. And so here's a selection of, of what you can get. If, yeah. uh, when you have me at your live shows um, you know so you know in the future it's like you know well we need somebody who can open for this you know this big name artist well well uh you know i know somebody that can do that genre yeah <laughs> you know, just to get myself out there more totally and now now on the other side of the diversity you're an all asian rock band do you think that's right do you get a lot of headbutting when they're like oh asians rock i don't picture that in my head because we have this idea of who people are and what kind of music people listen to or or do you feel like nowadays in the world everyone's like everybody does everything or do you still get kind of typecast in that way it's i think it's a little it's a little bit of both actually you know i think like now in in this decade like uh the last yeah the last like several uh years now it's been there's there's more um uh like i see more of, of that kind of happening you know with asians like playing rock music it's just I, I would say it's more well known i would say i think um there are, uh but it's just that you know the, the people i hung out with a lot um growing up actually is it's yeah. more like they were more into like R&B. Uh, they would be more into like pop music and they would be yeah. more into, um, you know, like say, for example, like even like, yeah, like say like K-pop, J-pop, and, you know, Chinese pop and all that stuff like that. Right. And, you know, yeah. like with me playing heavy metal in front of them, you know, some respond well. Others, yeah. uh, I, I scared them away, basically. <laughs> so, totally. So, totally. um but but it's just that yeah like you don't see too much of that. However, uh, I think the one thing that that really did uh, in also inspire me to wanting to play rock music too was uh, Wayne's World. You know, you see oh, Tia, wow. Car- <laughs> Tia, you know Tia Carrera's character, right? She's like you know um, she's playing like this Chinese girl who's like rocking out, uh, playing bass and singing in, in a rock band, right? Mm. And so. Um, and and that I was just like, wow, that's really cool. That's really yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. And 
Uh, and then, of course, like you look at other uh, people, such as, uh, you know, uh, was it Smashing Pumpkins, uh, mm. the, the guitar player there, um, mm. even um, and even the uh, one, one of the guitar players uh, from uh, Harvey Danger, the guys who wrote Flag Pulsita. Uh, you know, there's an Asian guy in that band, too. Yeah. Uh, and so the real Big Fish, they have an Asian member as well. Uh, you know, yeah. just, just like just all those. And of course, Dragon Force, Dragon Force, Herm, <laughs> you know, Herman Lee. Wait, hold like, on. <laughs> Yeah, you know what a guy, right? Yeah. And you know, and for me, like you know, because it, like I didn't like even for me, I, I, it's just it's just my interest. I just love, I just want to play rock music, you know. Um, yeah. And it, it and it's it, it's great to just have like you know to to you know to remind people that yeah. you know all musical genres they they don't discriminate, you know. Yeah. Music gives us the opportunity to to play rock out however you want it doesn't matter yeah. where you're from doesn't matter yeah. who you are uh doesn't matter you know what hair color you're born with even <laughs> you know yeah. just just grab a guitar wail if you want to and wail as loud as you can and you know as long as you just do good on your instruments that that's all that should matter and yeah. uh you know and like even like locally too you know like i it, it's interesting uh because like i i don't know a whole lot of um I mean, okay, despite our Vancouver population, you know, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't come across, uh, you know, too many uh, um, Asian musicians uh, who are, you know, into like playing uh, heavy rock music, for example. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I was, I was fortunate enough to connect uh, with those who do, and you know, quite a few times I've actually done, uh, we, we've put together shows where we, you know, showcase like not just you know, Cry of Silence, but we also had like other, um, uh, other uh, Asian artists uh, who performed on the same bill too, mm -hmm. and you know, it was really important for us to do that, and we even had. I did this one show back in 2016 where um, it was Cry of Silence and then we also got uh, my friends from the band Chase Your Words where two of the members uh, are of Asian heritage and uh, we also had uh, a band from Portland, Oregon called The Slants who actually came and you know they rocked it out and apparently they are pretty well known in America but it's, it's really cool to you know, have them come to Vancouver and share the bill with us so I was really glad to have that happen and so um, I we really feel like you know, it's just an opportunity to, you know, showcase, uh, you know, different artists from different backgrounds, you know, just to promote diversity. Uh, but just to, just to remind people that, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, you know, you want to rock yeah. it out, rock it out, man. I love it. You know, I, I actually, when I was 18, I moved to China and was teaching there too. And I remember yeah. looking for, I was in a city of 9 million people and it was, it had previously been owned by like, it is not owned, but like part of Mongolia, part of Russia, part of Korea, That's like it's right, very yeah. up in the north. Yeah, and I yeah. remember out of 9 million people, we were always looking for bands because it was me and some of my friends. And we found a rock band bar there in the middle of the city. And it no was, kidding. we were like, what? Because this was back in 2005 when I was 18. I'm dating myself yeah. now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember we went in there and there was like this rock band and they just had long hair. And it was the first time I'd seen Asians just like, killing it on the guitar and it was just so much fun and and I yeah. think I mean that was my first time I'd only been to Brazil for a year before that and, and I think it was my first time going uh somewhere that was so uniquely different from what I was used to and then being yeah. able to hear like Van Halen played but with sung with like a Chinese accent and it was just so cool and I I, yeah. I think music like sports is something that connects all of us 
Um, and I'm glad that the diversity is increasing more and more over time because I think mm-hmm. we stifle our, our young people when we put them in oh, a box. Sure. Of, oh, no, you're this type and this is what you should do. Right. So it's yeah, cool to exactly. hear that from you as well. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing, too. You know, for me, like, I just want to you know be able to break those barriers. Right. And yeah. just, you know, or even then just just um, not not like, you know, just like, you know, like encourage. I just, you know, but mm-hmm. just just more like welcome. So it's more like, yeah. you know, like, hey, if this is your choice, if you choose to want to do heavy metal instead of classical music, for example, then by all means, you know, do so right um and yeah and and it's crazy because like i yeah because like you know for most of the time like of course i guess it all comes down to it too there's like always a couple of factors um that i mentioned uh like a a long time ago with conversations with other people is that uh one of the reasons why too sometimes you don't see that happen of Mm -hmm. seeing asians um you know playing uh heavy rock music uh in vancouver for instance it's just because you know one of them is because of cultural reasons is yeah and so it's just that it's it's you know kids what their parents think about that right it it Mm -hmm. all comes down to it because it's like what do their families think what do what are their friends going to think of them right (laughs) you know that that kind of stuff and you know is it going to be out of place uh and all that you know but it's it's uh but of course you know like my answer to that is always like you know don't knock it till you try it right yeah see how (laughs) see how it turns out um and i think secondly too is it it is it all comes down to is like you know well you know sometimes it it, it really depends if the the mainstream industry is is ready for that kind of stuff Mm. you know it all it all really depends you know and sometimes you know of course that's another conversation for another day like you know some some of the barriers that you know that that do happen in Mm -hmm. uh, the mainstream part of uh, the music industry uh but of course you know i i I, there's somebody that told me though he says he said uh last year uh you know sometimes you know like um, you may not be able to you know to to, to fight the scene but you know one thing you can do is create your own scene uh mm-hmm. and i agree with that completely it's uh, mm-hmm. so there's always there's always that but you know for me it's always important to you know just be like a good influence to people people just from different backgrounds you know like is when something's not the norm but you know they people want to try something out you know don't yeah. be afraid to try something new man that, that's Heck all yeah. i can say Totally. Well, and, and I'm really curious now I've got to go and watch the different music videos that you've been in. Tell me a little bit about the experience of making music videos and who you worked with. Okay. Well, um, well, I've actually never really had one of those like actual like music videos, you know, like the type you see on, on MTV or much music, for example. But, um, uh, one of the things I, I I just have done is like I've just done like performance videos uh, on on my YouTube or even I just upload, upload audio as well only but um it, it's interesting too because I I've done like this the, this one promo video for for the Naturals uh, just to promote uh, Rocky Oki and it, it was actually a really fun experience uh you know, just having like somebody film us right and making sure they they get like a good a good shot of us and everything um and honestly tell you you know like putting together like promo videos uh, even if it's just only like a two minute promo video it does take a lot of work it takes a lot of you know uh, setting up to do um although um i think but that, that was it was a great time though don't get me wrong it was a really really fun time uh but the one i know i did recently back at earlier this year i also did one where um uh, the, uh these friends of mine uh chad and shane they actually put together this thing called uh was it uh was it one one shot series or something like that um uh, I forgot what it was called, but yeah, uh, yeah but they they actually do this really cool thing where it's just like one shot of, of me playing and um, and that's pretty like pretty much it. But the quality is just so amazing. Uh, and and I got my uh, so I got like my friend named uh, Calvin Lamb, no relation, just same last name. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
it's kind of like if you have, if you have like you know a you know like a, like a boss of at least a Smith, you know, no relation, just coincidentally same last names. Uh, anyways, yeah. but uh, but yeah, my friend Kelvin and I, we were playing together. We were playing a, a Cry of Silence song, but acoustic version of it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was really cool, uh, just the way it turned out, you know. And and uh, Chad and Shane, they did a really um, uh, beautiful job with that, actually. And I was really uh, so happy with uh, the way it turned out. And I think. Uh, uh, what what made it uh amazing is that just just capturing like those like live off the floor moments you know mm-hmm. um just being able to uh, uh know that you know you're, you're actually seeing somebody playing it's not processed at all it's not heavily edited whatsoever mm-hmm. um and and uh there's this one shot in that video that you'll see uh, uh where uh we were at my jam space actually and you'll see the sky train go by and ah, i thought that cool. was like a really cool shot yeah you know? and and my friend Chad, who filmed us, he was like, "So while you're playing a sky, while you're while you're playing a sky train went by, do you want to keep that shot?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course we yep. will." <laughs> so, you know, that's it's, very it's just cool. cool. I've to, seen them. Um, yeah, I've seen the videos yeah. too that are like Chicago and New York, and they, like the L train goes by in Chicago and stuff like that too. It's like it's almost like you. It seems like they paid them to have the train go by. So let's say that you got in touch with uh, our metro system here, and that that was happened for the video. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I always find that that's like, you know, when something like that is just so natural, uh, it, it, it just makes the moment so special, you know, like yeah. it's just a little, just a little extra, a little extra special. Uh, but yeah, but I think, um, just doing well, uh, but I think even just, uh, doing the, uh, the one song series, uh, it was, you know, when, when I seen other people uh, do that too, I was just like, wow, that's such a beautiful, uh, way to, to make these artists look so awesome you know so raw as well and yeah i always appre- i always appreciate that too but i guess that that goes back to the reason why uh you know you look, you look at all the classic rock uh albums for example you know why are they so good it's because they're not heavily processed you're yeah. actually witnessing a live performance from these artists you know led yeah. zeppelin did the same thing beatles did the same thing you know yeah. and you know i think i think we can learn a lot from that <laughs> Um, so tell me about some of the awards that you've won, because I saw three-time piano whammy winner. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. So uh, so Vancouver has this uh, really fun local award called the Whammies, and it's a spoof of the Grammys, basically. Uh, and so I won uh, Best Keys Player for, uh, three times in a row. And, um, of course, this year I was so glad to finally lose that title to somebody else who was really worthy of it so um but um it was great though because you know i was actually the first asian to uh, to score that award actually and oh, cool. i was really happy about that and um uh, but the, uh, that that award show is actually a really unique in, in a really cool funny way like a nice quirky way so it's not just like you know best musician you know mm-hmm. best bass player best guitar player but they also got some really other fun categories such as uh best bartender for a live music venue uh best uh bouncer uh best door person for a live music venue so that kind of stuff too and even best sound guy uh so you know because because um because the the whammies wanted to recognize those like unsung heroes basically yeah and uh i i really felt like uh this was an opportunity to you know just you know to you know to have to build a community in that in that way as well okay. and um yeah and so that's the only word i've actually ever won honestly you know uh, in that in that field uh of course you know it'll be um we we always uh 
want to, you know, for me personally, I also want to give props to uh, even karaoke hosts around town as well. You know, like they, they put in a lot of work, even open mic night hosts as well. I think they yeah. should be uh, recognized. Um, of course, you know, my hat's off to them because it's, it's a lot of work to set up and you have, and you have a lot of people to deal with, right? Yeah. You know, with, with karaoke hosts, you deal with different singers, uh, oh, yeah. even, even some patrons who may not be, uh, you know, uh, behaving in your you, favor so <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, and, and, and then, of course, yeah, you look at the open mic night host, right? You know, they have to deal with a lot of different uh, personalities. You know, you never know what kind of musicians uh, come by, right? And yeah. um, some may have some really large egos that are hard to deal with. But mm -hmm. again, uh, my hat's off to those people, too. You know, I think uh, they deserve every recognition uh, yeah. out there uh, just for all their efforts. Uh, and yeah. Just so you know, too, you have a fan out there who's messed with the show and said that you are a musical genius. So uh, well done on that. One of your listeners <laughs> thinks oh, you're a musical thank genius. You. Thanks, Jojo. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I just, we only have about two minutes left before the end of the show. I was just curious, how has the pandemic affected you as an artist? So basically what I've been doing since uh, the lockdown life, uh, I've actually been focusing more towards my YouTube channel. Uh, actually, there's a couple of things. So my YouTube channel and also uh, my bandmates and I from The Naturals, we've actually done an outdoor uh, socially distant uh, show to entertain the neighbors. Uh, so um, two of my bandmates, they actually live together, right? And outside mm -hmm. their... Uh, their courtyard area um, they're surrounded by their neighbors so uh, they pitched me the idea of uh, entertaining them so that's what we did so we did an acoustic performance to entertain the neighbors but yeah. for my YouTube channel I've actually been doing a variety of covers so we, I've done uh, covers of like uh, bands like Sleeping With Sirens so I did an acoustic yeah. version of that I've also done an acoustic version of uh, All Time Low uh, but I've also um, I did like a just like a vocal cover of like Radiohead, Frank Sinatra. So getting myself out there, I did a metal version. I, I did a metal cover version of a, this, this the new Soundsmith Demi Lovato song, uh, oh. just to you know throw people off and be like, what what the heck is going on here? What's yeah. this, what is this nonsense, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've also uh, uh, did video game covers as well of, of the video game soundtracks. So I did- Oh, uh, wait a second. Hold on. I'm a gamer. What video okay. game covers have you done? Because I, I so, want to know. <laughs> okay. So, I, so I've done two covers from the Do Donkey Kong Country soundtrack. So okay. I did the, uh, of course, the underwater theme, Aquatic uh -huh. Ambiance. And then I also uh -huh. did uh, the mine level as well, uh, Life in the Mines. So- yeah. If you go to my YouTube channel and look up the Donkey Kong covers, you will find it on there. And there's some other ones I, that are in the works right now. Of course, I can't talk about that. Uh, <gasps> I want that Any GTA, Dragon Ball, anything on those? Because mine's GTA and the hubby's well, Dragon Ball. So, you know. Well, you know, I, I was considering actually the anime soundtracks as well. So, you know, uh, like the, 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 the options are endless, you know, and that's mm -hmm. the beauty of, of, of YouTube, you know, and for me being able to reach to even to an international audience yeah, that that's the beauty of, of uh, connecting uh, your content through the internet is that, yeah. you know, somebody from across the globe, maybe listening or watching. Right. And mm -hmm. uh, I was really glad to actually be you know, playing this role of doing that on my YouTube channel, because now I can focus more on my, uh, you know, game, my recording skills, uh, taking it to the next level and all that stuff. So uh, yeah. So like I said, folks, please follow me on YouTube and follow me on my website and you will, catch all the content on there awesome uh i have one last question we have 30 seconds left in the show sure i always ask this question to uh catch people off guard so if the entire world had to sit down shut up and listen to one thing that you wanted to say to everybody what would your message to the world be 
Oh, I would say uh, be kind to one another because uh, you'll because you'll never uh, know when you're going to need all the help that you can get. Yes. Can I just say that 90% of our guests go with be kind and ladies and gentlemen listening out there, that says something. We've had people from all walks of life that are at all levels of where they're at in their progress of life from all cultures, all ethnicities, and 90% of our people that have come on here have said be kind. So let's all go out there and be kind to each other. Eddie, you are incredible. I want to have you on again. I'm going to go follow you on all your social media. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you back here. Same time, same uh, day next week, Monday, live at five on Team Radio. Thanks, Eddie. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show. Woo!